Hey, you're listening to another episode of Lavish Hospitality. My name is Kim, and this is one of those episodes stuck in the middle of a season where I'm just talking about my favorite things. Um, I kind of do it to to just give a break, and um, usually at the end of the season, I want to come and just tell you some things I've enjoyed about whatever season we are coming out of and what I'm looking forward to about the upcoming season. So um, it's going to be a short, fun one that I hope you will enjoy. So one of the things that I've enjoyed, at least in the last couple weeks, has been going to my son's school events. And it's really fun. I mean, some of you homeschool, some of you send your kids to private school, some of you send your kids to public school. But I think all of us, if you're a mom, can can maybe understand this idea of, wow, the last couple weeks of school are really heavy. There's no time. I'm going to forget to send my kids to school in this particular outfit, or I've got 16 projects due to help them with, or recitals every day of the week. So, you know, it's a busy time. At my kids' school recently, they had, um, Elijah got to do a business market event where they had spent time in class making whatever they were going to sell. They had to create this thing. And Elijah made space coasters, like a space-themed coaster. He started it out with black construction paper, and we at least moved to cork. Um, thank, thank you, Hobby Lobby, for having that. But then he got to go around and buy things, and and then he got to sell as well. And he had 13 to sell. Um, and he sold out within nine minutes. I was super proud of him and he was excited just getting to coach him a little bit on selling and stuff while I was standing there. But seeing him and Sebastian both interact with friends, interact with teachers and other staff at the school, just I, I really loved that of seeing their little personalities outside of the home and just kind of seeing who their friends were, meeting the parents all that stuff. So that was, that was fun. Another um, thing I'm excited about is, is I guess what I'm, one of the things I'm looking forward to is the anticipation of pool season. And I grew up in the South. I grew up in Florida. We had a pool in our backyard. My mom opened the pool season every April 1st, and I don't even know when she closed it. We just kind of quit swimming, I guess, when it got cold or really when school started, because we didn't have as much time but our pool opens up every Memorial Day. And for at least the month of June, we are there every afternoon. I mean, if we're not, if we're in town, we are at the pool. And I am sitting there. I usually don't get in the pool, but my boys are happy and playing and playing with friends and not killing each other. And they're cool because of the pool. And they like to get an ice cream treat at the concession stand. And I sit there and read, or I sit there and talk to friends, or I sit there and listen to a podcast. I am so thankful that we have gotten to that point. Our boys learned how to swim years ago. I'm not worried about them drowning in a pool with a lifeguard. So I kind of have one eye on them and one eye on my book and go back and forth. And Or if I'm listening to a podcast, I have my eyes on them at all times, and then I'm just listening to something. So it is super relaxful. And as all of you moms out there will know, it tires them out. So when you get home, they can just sit down and you can prepare dinner while they're relaxing and chilling and then they're exhausted and they go to sleep for bed. So it is great on all accounts. 
Um, I want to share with you some of my favorite podcasts that I have heard this spring. There are um, there are four that I want to share with you. Um, one is um, by the pastor of First Baptist Church of Jacksonville, Heath Lambert. He is a friend of mine from our days at Southern Seminary, him and Lauren. And I love the days where I get to go down and see Lauren in Jacksonville when I'm passing through to my parents' house. That's always fun. We usually go eat some good food and our kids play together and then I hop back on the road. But Heath did a podcast, Can I Lose My Salvation? And I loved how he took a pastoral approach to that question. Of course, both Heath and I would definitely say you if if you're saved, you're saved. You can't lose your salvation. But I loved how he started it. He started out, the person who is asking that question is a hurting person. And we usually don't think everything is going perfectly great in life and life is awesome and I am just wonderful mountaintop experience with God. That's not when you're asking, hey, can I lose my salvation? Am I really saved? And it's really short. It's about 12 minutes. And I really, if you've ever wrestled with that question, I would go and listen to that. Another one is by Nancy Ray. Her podcast is called Work and Play with Nancy Ray. She is a online educator, a photographer, a mom, a wife, creative, everything like that. She lives in the Raleigh-Durham area. But she did one recently on praying scripture for your kids. And I loved the ideas that she gave to implement praying scripture for your kids. So I would encourage you if you are if you are a believer and if you have kids or maybe you're you want to pray for your grandkids or you want to pray for the kids at your church and your Sunday school class or anything, go listen to that again. It's like 20 minutes. It's not long. You can listen to it while you're on the treadmill or taking a shower or fixing breakfast, whatever. And just find one or two things that you can implement and um, put into your daily practice. Another one is a newer podcast. It is the Blessed Podcast with Nancy Guthrie. It is a Crossway podcast. She just came out with her book in um, the the beginning of May, I do believe, on the book of Revelation. And in January, I got to go to Nashville to a Simeon Trust workshop on apocalyptic literature, which is what Revelation is, and hear her Um, as one of the teachers of the weekend where we learned how to be better Bible teachers and how to teach apocalyptic apocalyptic literature, she was one. And I just soak everything, soak up everything I can of Nancy Guthrie. She has been hugely instrumental in my, in my journey as a Bible teacher and as a, as a, someone who thinks theologically about things and just wants to know the Bible better. So she started one where she's interviewing different theologians, different pastors, different thinkers about the book of Revelation. So she has some of my favorites, Ian Duguid on there, and um, Jim Hamilton. And I just listened to one on with Andrew Satch from England um, and how the Old Testament uh, fits into the book of Revelation. So just super helpful, especially if you're scared of the book of Revelation. Don't be. And I look forward to this summer going through that book, The Blessed book, which I'll link in the show notes with a friend of mine here in town that we're going to go through that together. And then one more is Hope-Filled Conversations. 
It is by um, two ladies at Inglewood Baptist Church in Rocky Mount, North Carolina. And this spring, they are going through the book of Hebrews. And I love the book of Hebrews. It's, I always laugh at that. We always say we don't even know who wrote it. So we just say the writer of the book of Hebrews. But it is so rich. Um, Yeah, just if you aren't really familiar with the book of Hebrews, go read it. It's not going to take you a long time to read, but it's so rich and so deep that you'll be studying it for a while. But Carolyn and Jody just really do Bible study on their podcast. A lot of times they are either talking through and teaching through a book of the Bible, or they're teaching through a topic like prayer, evangelism, etc. And sometime this summer, um, there'll be two episodes where I join them and I loved getting to talk through Hebrews 7 and 8 with them. It's just just super encouraging. So I hope you will listen. I will link that um, show in the show notes as well. I have two favorite foods. Um, one is a drink, but so I guess that's actually three. But favorite foods this summer or this spring have been goat cheese with raspberry pepper jelly. And I think I may mention that on another podcast soon because someone asked me what my favorite charcuterie thing was. And that's it. So just get plain goat cheese. Smear it out, dump some raspberry pepper jelly on it, and just eat it with a spoon, eat it with a pepper, eat it with a cracker, just eat it. It's so good. It's usually the first thing to disappear on on the charcuterie boards that I make. Um, and the second food is a copycat recipe of Panera's strawberry chicken poppy seed salad. I made it recently for a meal here at my house, and... We didn't add the chicken to it because we were having chicken wings on the side. Oh, and okay, can I? I'm just going to put in another one. Mellow mushrooms, cloud nine chicken wings. I could eat them every day and probably not get tired of them. Um, they're just a twice baked chicken wing that is doused in this garlic parmesan butter sauce. Uh, it's so good. And dip it in ranch dressing. I'm not a blue cheese fan, so ranch dressing it will be. But anyway, the, the copycat of the Panera salad. It's my favorite, but I don't always like to go to Panera. Either I don't want to smell like burnt bagels, which I often do when I leave Panera, or I just, I, I don't want to go spend 12 bucks on a salad. So I will prepare that and then toss it in the Panera dressing that I can get for $3, $4 at Publix. And it's delicious and it also lasts, but it has either feta or goat cheese and blueberries and strawberries and um, chicken if you want. It also can have avocado if you want and romaine and it's just fruity and nutty and with these roasted pecans all tossed in the salad dressing is delicious. Um, another one, I okay, so we have a local coffee shop in town. Love them and they have a drink but they don't have it decaf in this particular way they make it. So I have become that person that has like 16 ways to describe their coffee drink of what they need when they order. So here's mine and I'm going to try to get it in order. The oat milk because I've learned to really like that and it does better for my digestive system than dairy does. So oat milk, half sweet, vanilla, so only a half shot of the vanilla syrup decaf because I don't want to be up all night. And if I drink caffeine past 11 a.m., then I am going to be up all night and it's partially inflammatory. So I just don't need it. So decaf latte with their salted caramel cold foam. 
And it's really like eating ice cream. And I know you're like, well, that's dairy. And I'm like, well, I don't need two dairies. And I'd much rather have salted caramel cold foam than half and half in my coffee. So just trust me. If you want to make it at home, if you want to go order it from wherever you do, I'm sure you could get something similar. It's delicious. And the last thing that I am super excited about or have been in this spring is summer planning. Summer planning is one that... um. I never thought growing up would be this hard. I don't know if we just didn't do a lot. We really didn't. Growing up, we went on vacation. We most of the time went to Vogel State Park in North Georgia, where my husband went as well. So that was super fun to find that we both were at the same state park um, a lot of years growing up. But we would go there. We would go fishing with my grandpa up on the Suwannee River, and we would watch baseball and play baseball. And we would go to church camp. Those were like the four things that we did every summer. So now with so many things and you're trying to fill the time and everything like that, it's usually kind of chaotic when you're trying to put it all together. But as soon as I quit um, recording this podcast, I'm going to go into our living room and just shoot the breeze with my husband and try to get our calendars set for the summer But it's fun to find things that your kids are interested in. It's fun to do art camps. I'm doing um, a full week, again, art camp for girls. And I'm doing a one-day art camp for boys. And I'm doing a kind of a tween girl Bible study that I am super excited about. I cannot wait to do that. Those are all in July. We're going on vacation. We've got camps. We've got pool time. We've got swim team. Just, Just a lot. And then there'll be times where, okay, just go out and play, jump on the trampoline or sit and do nothing and veg. I love building in that time for our kids too. But um, those are my favorite things of spring. So what I would like for y'all to do as you finish up listening to this episode is wherever you know me from, Instagram, Facebook, wherever, Shoot me a message saying what you're excited about, about summer coming, also what some of your favorite things are about spring, and um, tell somebody else about this podcast. This summer, we're going through favorite Bible passages, just passages that we've come to love, whether it's me or a friend of mine that's hopping on the podcast with me, and just have, have... somebody else you can tell about the podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. Subscribe if you haven't. And I'm not going to put a thumbs up or a link or whatever like YouTube. Just just tell somebody about it. I would greatly appreciate it. And we will be back next week with a friend of mine, Rachel, who is sharing a really obscure little verse in the back of the Old Testament. But you will want to listen and see why it's one of her favorite Bible passages. So anyway, thanks for listening and tell me what your favorite things are about spring.